Welcome to Strong Not Starving, my name's Marcus Kane, and if you want to beat binge eating and create a rewarding dynamic with food, exercise, and body image, you're in the right place. The information in this podcast is not intended as a substitute for medical advice. Today I've been recording audio sessions for the frequently asked questions section of my latest course, Identify Your Binge Triggers and Take Preemptive Action, and a question about exercise came up. And that is, how do I know if I'm exercising for the right reasons? I thought it was a really good question because after maybe years of exercising from a sense of obligation to just change our body or make our bodies look a particular way or whatever, sometimes it can be hard to reconnect with the idea of just exercising for enjoyment and having more freedom of choice surrounding exercise. So as like a bonus episode today, I'm going to share with you the answer to this question from the frequently asked questions section of my latest course. So how do I know if I'm exercising for the right reasons? Let's get into it. FAQ number two, how do I know if I'm exercising for the right reasons? I'm really glad somebody asked this question because exercise can go down a really dark and compulsive path when we engage in it for the wrong reasons. I have zero doubts that if you're listening to this, you might know what it feels like to start equating exercise with things like calories burned or food eaten. I ate this, therefore I need to do this in terms of exercise. I need to run this many miles. I need to be at the gym for this long. And let's face it, that gets pretty old pretty quickly. Looking at exercise as nothing but a vehicle to burn calories and change the shape of our body, it's just not a good path. And of course, I'm generalizing because there are, you know, small subgroups of people like professional bodybuilders or body sculptors or whatever, that they do this for a job. They exercise and sculpt their body in particular ways as like a full-time job. It's their thing. But, you know, I'm not talking about them right now. If someone is doing that and it is their, like, it's their passion, it's their hobby, it's their whatever, then then that's great. That's, that's good for them. They're doing that. But the vast majority of people are going to get into a lot of trouble psychologically and emotionally, even physically and in terms of our health and wellness when we start associating or just connecting exercise to the goal of exclusively trying to change or manipulate our body size and shape. Now, I could talk about that for a really, really long time, but I don't want to get too deep into this is what not to do. This is about outlining what we can do. How do we know if we are exercising for the right reasons? So in a nutshell, I would say that would be making choices around exercise that increase your capacity to enjoy the things that are close to your heart without making exercise about appearance or self-worth. Now, this can be tricky because it's easy for body shape to sneak in through the back door of our reasoning here and there and make us think things like, well, I really enjoy wearing certain size clothes or I really enjoy looking a certain way. But do your best to make it about something else. And as I'm saying this, I know that there are so many caveats and kind of like catch 22s. Of course, if you achieve something athletically like you, you run further, you lift heavier, you know, you climb higher, you do something. Of course, that's going to 
make you feel good about yourself or proud if you've been working towards that and that is attached to self-worth. So, you know, this isn't totally clear cut. So it's going to require, again, a bit of self-awareness. So a kind of personal example here is after I moved away from being hyper fixated on my physical appearance and how I could look as a result of the work that I was doing in the gym, I used to or I began to attach a lot of my confidence to how strong I was in the gym. And sure, that wasn't about my appearance. So I thought it was a step in the right direction, which it was, but I was still putting myself through excessively long training sessions that I didn't really enjoy due to a weird sense of obligation. And naturally, over time, that bled into my relationship with exercise and how I felt about exercise and training as surely as if I was looking in the mirror after every session. But even when it comes to health and longevity, I want to stay fit and healthy for my family. Even from that perspective, doing things out of a sense of obligation doesn't produce the same success as when things are done because we just genuinely want to do it. When people talk about, oh, what's the most effective way to do this? Or what's the best way to do that in terms of exercise? They often neglect the one key factor when it comes to the success of any given exercise program. And that is adherence, but also just being able to fucking enjoy it. Not rolling out of bed every morning and going, oh, fuck, I've got to do this thing today. And after so many years of exercising in ways that involve just trying to control or or change our body shape or following programs just based on a sense of obligation, doing what we think is right or what we think is the best thing to do, even if we didn't enjoy it, it can be hard to connect to things that we genuinely find fulfilling with exercise. So I'm going to outline a few journaling questions here that might help you connect with ideas of of how you might like to exercise and how you might like to approach training and that whole thing if body image wasn't a factor. So that's obviously the first question. How would you move your body if appearance wasn't a factor? What style of movement or exercise might you choose to do if you weren't trying to find the most optimal way to change your body size or shape? Secondly, how would you move your body or how would you choose to exercise if it wasn't about proving anything? The rabbit hole that I went down with trying to get as strong as possible was tied into this kind of sense of masculinity that I felt obligated to uphold, which of course is a very two-dimensional way to look at masculinity and shines a light on the baggage that I've had to work through over the years. So that took a bit of self-awareness to go, hmm, like, Am I doing this because I want to do it or am I doing this to make myself fit into some kind of ideal that I've internalized in terms of society's expectation of what a man should be? Like these days, I enjoy doing things that allow me to play with my super high energy dog at the park, keep up with my wife when we go hiking and feel confident while swimming in open water and being able to do sets of pull-ups with ease just because I enjoy the feeling of that movement. Big difference between spending hours and hours and hours training squat and deadlift just in the name of being able to 
deadlift twice my body weight just because I thought that's what I had to do. So how would you move your body if it wasn't about proving anything? How would you move your body if appearance and body size and shape wasn't a factor? What style of movement or exercise do you feel genuinely drawn to at the moment? And if that's hard to wrap your head around, if you're thinking, I'm not sure what I'm drawn to, think of what you really don't want to do and choose the opposite. And also on a really practical level, how much time can you dedicate to movement or exercise without it being a drain on your schedule? Not how much time do you think you should be exercising for, but how much time are you happy exercising for? Also, what exercise intensity do you find most fulfilling at the moment? And finally, how far is what you're currently doing from the answers that you've given to these questions? So get pen to paper with these and see what you uncover when allowing yourself to be honest and self-aware surrounding your answers. What choices would you make around exercise if it wasn't about your appearance or achieving certain benchmarks? When you start moving your body in ways that feel good, that feel fulfilling, that you enjoy, that you look forward to, when your exercise schedule is on your terms rather than something that you feel a slave to, these are probably good indicators that you're exercising for the right reasons. All right, cool. I hope that was helpful. Hope it was useful. I know it's taken me a while to find a really enjoyable balance with exercise where I'm actually looking forward to training sessions. And, you know, like if someone had said to me 10 years ago, even five years ago, maybe even less than that, like, I want you to exercise for enjoyment. My first question would have been like, oh my God, my body shape is going to completely change or I I won't see the results that I want to see and, and all this kind of stuff. But you know what? Like so frequently when we just give ourselves permission to do what fucking feels right and to do what is enjoyable when it comes to like moving and training, shit just has a way of working out. So I know that's like me saying, just take it on faith, but if nothing else, treat it like an experiment. Give it a shot. See how you feel. What might it be like, you know, to exercise for reasons other than, oh my God, I've got to manage how I look. If you've got questions, jump into the episode description, book a call with me, ask some questions. I've got a massive episode coming for you. Coming for you? Coming from, coming for you? It sounds ominous. Massive episode coming for you tomorrow. Well, all right, let's roll with that. Massive episode coming for you tomorrow with a super special guest. So Tuesday, December 12th, I'll see you there. My name's Marcus Kane. This was Strong Not Starving. See you tomorrow. <laughs>